Hello and welcome to The Shadow from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Thank you. 
out on this ship. Oh, Lamar, it's been fun. Mm, fun is right. I've never had so much fun thrust upon me in such large doses in all my life. Oh, you mean the cruise director. I mean the cruise director. That voice of his will haunt me for the rest of my days. Having fun this morning, Mr. Cranston. Join the deck teams, Mr. Cranston. They're fun. They bridge, Mr. Cranston. It's loads of fun. Be sure to come to the dance tonight, Mr. Cranston. It's going to be fun, yes, I <laughs> Hey, look, come on. Yeah, what's the matter? In the stern of the ship, that group of seamen, they've been gathering little knots like that for the last few days. What do you suppose it means? <laughs> Maybe they're planning to get the cruise director. Oh, no, seriously, Lamont. I don't like it. I know. There's Captain Blair running down from the bridge. Come along, Margo. Let's walk back and see what it's all about. We're well, not too close, Lamont. Don't worry, Margo. Don't worry about that. 
You've got a man's sized job getting mud on your hands. Uh, Victor, this uh, this here's Mr. Cranston and uh, uh, come in, Miss Lane. Oh, thank you. Mr. Cranston and Miss Lane, Victor. They're passengers. You come down to see how you're doing. You uh you mind if I look at your arm, Victor? No, sir. What? No bandage? That's a nasty wound. Why, the arm must be swollen more than twice its normal size. Tell me, Victor, how did it happen? Well, it started from a vaccination I got in half. A bit of infection set in. Well, I didn't think it was much, but Dr. Bedlock, he said it was serious. Oh, I see. Mr. Cranston. Yes, sir. I won't lose my arm. Oh, I can't do that, sir. I've got to work. You see, there's somebody depending on me. That's why I came to see you. There wasn't any work at home. Oh, but you don't lose your courage. Oh, it's my own fault I'm in this mess. I, I was warned against Vadlaw. Warned? By whom? Well, Johnson. He told me not to let Vadlaw touch me. Johnson? The man who struck the doctor. Oh, I see. How do you do, Miss Lane? How do you do, Captain? You've met Dr. Badlaw, I believe. Yes, Dr. Badlaw, I've met before. How do you do? Captain, I don't think this boy should be kept down here. I'll be glad to pay for a deck cabin. Oh, that won't be necessary. Hmm, I had no idea he was so badly off. I'll have him moved at once. Just a minute, Captain. I think I should be consulted with any plans that affect my patient. Well, surely, Doctor, you don't object to his being moved out of this hot, humid place. I wouldn't object, Miss Lane, if I thought it was best for the patient. But you refuse to allow the boy to be moved? Until my judgment dictates otherwise, yes. Dr. Vadlow, I think that you... Margo, Margo, please. I uh, think we better leave the doctor with his patient. Come on. Oh, Lamont, I'm so angry I could... Well, it's a good thing I'm not a man. I can't see why... Margo, please. This is a time to keep the head cool and the heart warm. I don't understand why Vadlow sewed that wound up in the first place. It's an infection. It should be allowed to drain. Well, something's got to be done. The boy's in great danger, Lamont. Margot, I have a feeling you Johnson know something. Perhaps the shadow can find the answer. What are you going to do? Have a little take a take with Seaman Johnson. In the meantime, Margot, I want you to go to the wireless room and send a message for me. Yeah, you may be 
smart fellow, Mr. Shadow, but you believe me, you won't be able to do anything. This little pain is going to lose her. May lose life. Hello. Captain. You had me playing wire the inquiry an hour ago, you say? Yes. And there you have the answer. George Badlaw refused license to practice because of failure to qualify in ability and character. Oh, there's certainly no disputing this. You see, Captain, Badlaw's papers are forgeries. He has no right to practice. Well, you must know we're on to him. We can't find him anywhere aboard. We've searched the ship from top to bottom. There's only one answer. He's gone over the side. Well, my greatest concern right now is young Payne, Captain. If something's not done at once, he loses on. Well, I've ordered the boy move to a deck, Captain. What else can we do? There's no doctor aboard. Well, perhaps you could transfer the boy to another ship. I'm afraid not. We could never put him over the side in a sea like this. Too rough. I see. Captain. Yes? At least we can get some advice. There must be a liner in our vicinity with a competent physician aboard. Perhaps. Miles. Aye, sir. Uh, what was the last ship you logged? I raised the Empress Marguerite about an hour ago, sir. Where did she lie? Get on our course, sir. Good. That's our ship, Cranston. I know the doctor aboard. Good man. Contact him. In the meantime, I'll see what I can do for young Payne. All right, Miles. Get Dr. Sparrows on the Empress Marguerite. Emergency. Well, he's much more comfortable in his deck cabin. He goes off into a coma every once in a while. Mm, the pain must be horrible. Look at the way his face is contorted. Well, what are we going to do, Lamont? Well, the captain's trying to contact the ship to get some advice from a physician. I'm afraid we'll need more than advice. Oh, Captain Blair. Any luck? Yeah, I've got an answer from the Empress Marguerite. Good, let's hear it. Description of boy's arm indicates immediate operation imperative. In absence of licensed physician... Suggest job be done by ship's officer or responsible layman. How can that... Now, wait, Morgan. We'll direct operation with complete instructions by a shortwave radio. Answer at once. What does he mean, he'll direct the operation? We'll have to set up a two-way radio so we can talk with the operator while the boy's on the table. Captain, that boy's life is in your hands. In my hands? You're the ranking officer. You'll have to operate. Oh, no, Cranston. That's out of the question. I don't know the first thing about surgery. Lamont, why don't you do it? What? You've had some medical training. But I've never done anything like that. You've had medical training? Cranston, you must. For the boy's sake. That youngster's life is at stake, Lamont. You can't let him down. Captain. Yes? How long will it take to hook up the shortwave set? Oh, about 15 minutes. All right. Tell the Empress Marguerite. We'll operate in 15 minutes. Short wave, all set here, sir. You ready, Cranston? Yes, Captain. Longo, how about you? I'm ready. Good. I'll give you the go-ahead, sir, in just a second. As soon as I raise the marguerite. Soon as you can. Here, Cranston. I'll put this microphone in front of you so you can talk to Dr. Spaulding. Thank you. Mr. Cranston. Yes, Victor. Could I have a cigarette? Oh, the steady your nerves, certainly. Well, help. Yeah, you are. Calling. You're right. You well. Answer thirty-six. Calling. Now, what was that? You well. Victor. 
This is going to be a bit of an ordeal. You'll have to listen to all the details of the operation coming from the loudspeaker. I can take it. You're sure, Victor? You want me to do this? You trust me? Trust me? I'll bet on you. Stand by. George, Captain. Take it. All right. Hello. Empress Marguerite. Hello. Granada. Sprouse speaking. Uh, this is Captain Blair, Doctor. We're ready on this end. Good. Who's going to operate? One of my passengers. I'll introduce him. Lamont Cranston. Dr. Sprouse. How do you do, Doctor? Hello, Mr. Cranston. You've got quite a job on your hands, so let's get on with it. Thanks, Doctor. First, let me take a quick check on your setup. You've got a good sharp scalpel, I suppose. Yes, Doctor. Plenty of towels. Few dozen. Any way of sterilizing them? Baking them with hot iron. Good. Doors? Yes. Roll it into small strips about the size of cigarettes. Margot, will you take care of that, please? Yes, sir, Margot. You leave those to drain the wound. Now, the disinfectant? Iodine. Anesthetic? I'm using a local, Doctor. I know how to administer that. I've done it before. Just one thing more. Yes, Doctor. Will you confirm all my instructions as I give them so there'll be no chance of misunderstanding? Yes, Doctor. All right. Now then, you say you know how to administer the anesthetic? Yes, Doctor. Hypo's all ready. All right. First, the alcohol. Alcohol, Margo. Yes, Ready, Doctor. Swab the arm. Right. Good. Hypo. Hypo. Victor. It's going to hurt for just a second. Wake 
up. Your arm will be gone. Gone. <laughs> what was that? Put the scalpel back on. What? Ah, that's the radio. I thought I broke it. Victor's none the worse for his experience, and 
The ring is broken. Battle is dead. Yes, and your wounded shoulder is healing very nicely. The doctor told me this morning that you'd be up and around again in a day or so. <laughs> That's good news. I imagine that if I take care of myself, eat the right food, exercise, build myself up, that eventually I'll be in proper condition to take another rest cure at six. 